0: tomorrow everyone this is the other side of midnight on 77 wabc i'm frank morano it's dr sky night that's right in just mere moments you will get to race to the phone to ask dr sky your space questions so give us a call 1-800-848-wabc that's 800-848-9222 an update on a story which is absolutely ludicrous which i've been following and i've been talking about so since i've been mentioning it Let me bring it up with you one more time. The New York State Board of Regents has officially banned all uses of images and names for school mascots related to indigenous people. The board voted unanimously Tuesday morning without discussion. The proposal was announced by the State Education Department in November, and education officials have been urging school boards to begin the process to change mascot images and names ever since. Some districts. Have already replaced their mascots, including in Glens Falls, which replaced its Indians mascot with the Black Bears earlier this month. Corinth also replaced its Tomahawks with Riverhawks. However, many school officials said they would wait until the proposal was officially approved by the Board of Regents. Now that has happened. Happened. I have to say, I'm not into having offensive mascots or team names just for the sake of having them. To me, this is the equivalent of Nero fiddling while Rome is burning. How about the New York State Board of Regents does something about the fact that you don't even have to take Regents exams anymore to get a Regents diploma? How about they do something about the fact that you don't have to take the SAT to get into a SUNY college? How about they do something about the fact that New York State leads the country in spending on... On public schools and it's not particularly close by the way and yet we are light years behind many other states in terms of test scores why are we paying so much to educate our kids in public schools but getting so little in terms of educational performance that's what i'd love to see the board of regents focus on instead of worrying about a team that might be called the warriors give me a break beam me up to be continued unfortunately other side at midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morning, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight. I'm Frank Moreno. Well, as you can tell from some of the weather that we've been having of late, spring has definitely sprung. Spring is largely here. And for a lot of people, allergy season is in full swing. And they are saying that this year, in the New York area, this could be a particularly harsh allergy season, including even sending some New Yorkers to the emergency room. There was a bulletin from the New York City Department of Health and Mental Hygiene geared towards medical professionals, and the notice warned that this upcoming pollen season will worsen symptoms in anyone allergic to tree pollen, causing asthma attacks, and allergic rhinoconjunctivitis. The latter involves those pesky symptoms we all know and love, a runny nose, itchy eyes, and congestion. I have been, knock on wood, lucky enough not to suffer from allergies, but I have many friends that that deal with it and some family that deal with it as well. So, if this is you, if you usually have a tough time with allergies, especially if you have asthma, I would really encourage you stock up on Claritin or whatever kind of allergy medication you have, and uh, make sure you stock up on an inhaler and the medication for your inhaler if you have asthma as well. But from the department's data, on average, about 260 New Yorkers make the trip to the ER for their allergies every May. And they're saying this could be far higher this year. So be careful and try and take whatever preventative care you can before you end up in the ER. One potential reason... They say this could be such a bad allergy season is that uh, there's something called botanical sexism. I don't really understand it. It has nothing to do with transgenderism or discrimination towards women. But it's easier to plant male trees instead of female trees in urban areas because they're easier to look after. And the female trees might be better for your allergies as they don't produce pollen, but they're messier. So because there's so many male trees in New York right now, could be a bad situation for... For those of you that deal with allergies, be careful. Beam me up. To be continued. The other side of midnight. Seven, seven, you Local spotlight special programming note, I will be appearing on the Sid and Friends in the Morning program this morning at 6.40 a.m. Eastern. I hope everybody tunes in. I'm not sure what we're going to talk about, but uh, I have a feeling we're going to run the gamut of local issues, national issues, maybe even a couple of international issues. One of the things I am going to do is congratulate Sid Rosenberg on the tremendous ratings. He was number one in the most recent ratings, which came out yesterday. Number one in all of New York City, AM or FM, in the 12-plus category, the guy did about a a 7.5 share. Now... That is a lot for any day part, but for Morning Drive, that is the most competitive day part in all of radio. For any show to do a seven and a half share, that's insane. I mean, that's just a number from another era. And that's especially going against stations like 1010 Winds and The Fan, WNYC, which have an AM and an FM simulcast that they combine. Sid's still doing better than those stations that are doing a simulcast. We did very well as well. We did a 12 and a half share and uh, had nice growth from last month. So thank you for continuing to listen to us. I should figure out something to do for Sid's birthday today because it is his birthday and I didn't get him anything. Not even a card. So I have to figure something out. If you have any ideas between now and 640, please email me. Frank.Morano at WABCRadio.com. That's Frank.Morano at WABCRadio.com. Or you can shoot me an SMS text message at 8168Morano. That's 8168Morano. But congratulations to Sid on the ratings. Happy birthday to Sid, and thank you everybody for listening to this program and helping us deliver such a strong number for the month of March. Beam me up to be continued. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly two million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. Local Spotlight. Well, New York State's budget is still late. It has not yet been finalized. There's just been a couple of budget extenders, which allow the state government to continue operating on a temporary basis. And in that time, the state lawmakers have not been paid. The rule is if the budget is late, you don't get paid until they pass the budget. You know who is getting paid? Governor Hochul. And you know who's not happy about it? The legislature. So until the state budget is finalized, lawmakers are not getting paid, and some Democratic lawmakers who are at loggerheads with Hochul right now over bail reform, over housing, over a bunch of other things, they say the governor shouldn't be getting a paycheck either. Late last year, state lawmakers gave themselves a $20,000 salary increase, which the governor signed off on, which bumped their pay to $130,000 annually. Annually effective in January. But since the final budget has been delayed 18 days past the original April 1st deadline, and a third budget extender was passed two days ago, lawmakers have not reaped the benefit of that salary increase this month with the ongoing budget negotiations. A state law passed in nineteen ninety-eight prohibits lawmakers from receiving their salary if the budget is delayed. Now the lawmakers will eventually get paid retroactively, but only when the budget is finalized. So state Senator James. Sanders, told city and state that the executive branch should have been included in the 1998 law. He said, quote, the sponsors either missed an opportunity or failed to see fully how good government can work. Let's incentivize all three branches to work in harmony for the people of New York state. I have to say, I agree with him. I have never loved the not paying legislators because it really doesn't impact how quickly the budget gets done or doesn't get done. It's a lot of populist brinksmanship, which I don't necessarily mind. I'm a populist. But if the lawmakers that are one half of the budget deadlock are not getting paid, why should the governor? I actually agree. Beam me up. To be continued.